are listening to Weight Loss in the Mind, the podcast starring Scott Patton and Shane James. Let's join them now. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, along with Shane James. And hey, Shane, how are you doing today? Of course. I'm always thinking fit and being fit. Ha, awesome. This uh, podcast is a little different than our usual ones. We sound a little different because we are doing this uh, remotely over a telephone line because we have a very, very special guest uh, with us. Uh, this fella is the creator of Unstoppable Fat Loss and the author of The Fit Cheek and The Fit Bastard. And I don't know about you, Shane, but the idea of having unstoppable fat loss gets me a little excited. I love it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. He's a graduate of the University of Windsor's Human Kinetics Program with honors in uh, movement science. And so we're going to have to get him to explain exactly what human kinetics is because uh, although I know what the two different words mean, I don't know what they mean together. Yeah, I don't know, man. Those are some pretty big words for me. They're, they are. So he's he's going to explain that to us. And he's just got this huge interest in anatomy, physiology, biomechanics, and uh, sports psychology and sports philosophy. So he spends a lot of time, I believe, working with different athletes. And what's really cool, and one of the main reasons that we've got him on, of course, is he knows that it doesn't matter you know, how many push-ups you do if you're stuffing uh, cupcakes in your mouth at the same time. Uh, you got a problem, and of course that all relates back to the human mind and how you have to use your mind to achieve what, in, in his words, what you once thought was unachievable, which I think is really cool, right? Because we often do think that, you know, there's no way I'm going to lose that last 10 pounds or even the first to 5 pounds, right? Yeah. But then when you, and it's just unachievable, but that's our mind going on, and we need to, to, uh, we need to, we need to work on that. And your mind up. and your language patterns, isn't it, Scott? That's right. That's right. right. So, uh, and uh, the other problem I think a lot of people have is temporary motivation, right? Where they just they get on, you know, it happens every New Year's, right? They get on the, the treadmill or they decide they're going to eat carrots or whatever, and it lasts for you know ten minutes and then it's gone, you know. So how do you have that burning that <clears throat> that burning desire deep down, you know, so that you can maintain this life that we want to maintain? For our whole life, not just for you know the few years we're in our 20s when we can get away with it. So, uh, I want to take this uh, this time to you know welcome Scott to our uh, the other Scott to our podcast and uh, welcome. Thanks a lot, Scott. I appreciate it, and uh, I'm really glad to see the both of you get so excited by the word unstoppable because it's it's so empowering, isn't it? It really is. I love it. That's it's the message I want to get across. That's the way I want people to feel about uh, when they get out and they set out to achieve their dream body. I want them to have that unstoppable feeling. Nothing's going to get in their way no matter what. Well, one of the things we've been talking about in our last couple podcasts is without a doubt thinking. And so I think when you combine without a doubt thinking with unstoppable <laughs> thinking, you've got a pretty powerful combination. Absolutely, absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, is it, that, yeah, it's an empowering statement in itself as well. I, I love it. I just saw that up on uh, on your uh, podcast site as well. So it's uh, it's fantastic. You guys are doing a heck of a job with uh, with all the different podcasts that you got up there. Thanks. Cool. Thank so, you. Scott, tell us a little bit about how you got started. How did you get into you know being a personal trainer and a fitness consultant and and getting into uh, 
you know, the Human Kinetics Program, and right. just kind of like give give us a little bit of your story here. Yeah, my little story, the whole background. Well, I've always been athletic and into fitness and just passionate about health in general. And I remember when I was 14 years old, it's when my parents bought me my first uh, set of weights and a little weight machine and put it in the basement. I started working out with my buddy and I had posters up all over like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And so I was already at that point visualizing what I wanted to achieve later on in life. And I remember telling my friend when I was 14 years old, I remember it clearly saying that my goal in life, I'm going to own a health club. And uh, so at 14 years old, I knew I was going to follow a path that led me into the health and fitness industry at one point. And sure enough, I've owned a health club. I owned one for four years and no longer do because it really took away from my healthy lifestyle, <laughs> as hard as it is to, to imagine, but uh, it just consumed me and I wasn't able to pay attention to my health. But, uh, yeah, so it just, along my schooling, I really... Um, the, the guidance counselors and everyone, they really didn't know much about the human kinetics program itself. It was it was fairly unknown to them, but uh, I was dating a girl, <laughs> and her brother uh, was in the human kinetics program, and just, I was fascinated with all the courses he was taking. It was everything that I loved, the physics, the biology, the anatomy, everything that just fascinated me about the body. Uh, so I just knew that the course consisted of all those things, and, and got into it, and and uh, I mean, it's a four-year program, and uh, it started off just a whole bunch of anatomy, like learning the body inside and out. I, I thought I had a good understanding of the body, um, but oh man, <laughs> our bodies are very complex. And uh, but it excites me to to learn how it all pieces together and and how all our movements originate from like simple joints and nervous system and and all that stuff. But then. But then throughout the program, there were some courses offered on the sports psychology component and, and showing like Olympic athletes and other other successful people who have achieved just tremendous things. And it was all on the mind. And it just it fascinated the heck out of me seeing these people achieve feats that I, I totally thought were unrealistic to the majority of the population. I thought these people were just gifted individuals physically and came to learn that. Uh, they did as much training on their mind as they did out in the field. Uh, so I started taking more and more courses along sport psychology and sport philosophy. I already had a very good, solid understanding of the chemistry and, and anatomy of, and the biomechanics of the, the body, and I wanted to learn both the most important muscle in our body, which is our mind. And uh, it took off from there. So I, after graduating, opened up a health club, became like certified personal trainer with way more certifications than I need and who really cares about. Um, I already had my understanding. and So opened up my health club, had fun with that, and decided, you know, it took too much away from what I, my passion. I was losing my passion with the club. And so I just took a select few clients. I started training them in their own home, and I gained the passion back with that really serious one-on-one -on -one attention. Um, and then, But then I wanted to hit a bigger audience again, and so I started writing books. And that's when I, I started writing the, the Fit Chick and the Fit Bastard, and uh, and both those books had a mindset component as well as the, the exercise component and the nutrition component. But then again, I I just knew the mindset information had to get out there, and that's when I created Unstoppable Fat Loss, which deals totally with the mindset, and that's that's where I am today. Ah, oh, very neat. Oh, 
So I've, I have a bunch of questions, but I want to stop talking for a minute and let Shane jump here, in here so that uh, it's not me uh, monopolizing all of the conversation. So Shane, uh, take it away. Well, that's all right, Scott. I mean, I do most of the talking anyways, don't I? <laughs> you yeah, get me to shut up, right? So I've heard and seen how passionate you are. And <laughs> once you get going, there's no. That's way right. We always look at my watch, and Scott says, "You know, we're just about done." And I said, "I, I just started talking." <laughs> but I'm very interested, you know, in your product, Scott. And and the the thing that I'm most interested is what did you get out of it when you interviewed all these people? It was exciting. I got way more out of these interviews than I ever imagined. Scott, before you answer that question, for those of us who don't know what Shane was talking about, tell us a little bit about uh, some some of these products and and who you interviewed and a little bit of a background on it. Okay. Uh, That'd be great. Uh, Unstoppable Fat Loss is an audio product, like downloadable MP3s, where I interviewed 21 experts. Fat loss experts. Now, I consider fat loss experts some of these fitness leaders in the industry who who are very knowledgeable um, with the mind-body connection. And I also consider experts people who have gone through the process, have lost excellent, incredible amounts of weight, all due to um, a powerful change in their mindset and and, uh, overcoming tremendous obstacles themselves. And but but I also did some interviews where people had uh, just incredible, ridiculous obstacles in their way. One of them had cerebral palsy, another one uh, born premature and has to walk with crutches or use a wheelchair. And these two people were told that they'd never be able to amount to anything in life and basically should just be institutionalized and, and they've totally proved everyone wrong. So this this whole product, Unstoppable Fat Loss, 21 interviews all on What's holding people back from achieving their dream body was was the first question that I asked. Um, And then I asked them what successful people are doing differently from um, the other rest of us who aren't, I shouldn't say I include me in there, but the rest of the people who um, aren't achieving the goals that they want in life. What are some of their most powerful mindset techniques and what advice can they give people to help them live the unstoppable lifestyle? Uh, It's very, very powerful. It, It totally blew my mind when I, from what I expected to get out of this program. It, uh, so if you could give us in like three sentences what what like was the big answer to that question? Oh, man. I knew that was a hard question. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm interested. I mean, what are these successful people doing differently? What are they doing differently? You know what? This has been a question that I have been asking all these fitness experts and, and anyone who's achieved incredible fat loss success and this, every single one of them, not one of them answered, oh, they're not, they don't have the right nutrition program, or they should be following this workout program. None of it had to do with diet and exercise. It all had to do with the stuff, kind of stuff that you guys talk about, with the, this limiting beliefs, um, which, which was always a, a big one. That almost everyone brought that up, So, which was great, because th- th- those are the types of things that I wanted reaffirmed in these audios, I was expecting them people to say, uh, yeah, the people are limiting themselves. They've got self-limiting beliefs. That's what's holding them back. Um, some of the things that they should do, successful people doing, goal setting, visualizing, positive thinking. I mean, these are all things that we've heard 
especially over and over again this past year with movies like The Secret and, and great books coming out on the mindset. I expected to hear those things, but I, and, and I wanted to hear those things because uh, I just wanted to reconfirm to everybody, like to really realize that this is really where it's at. Um, but bigger things that I realized, that I learned from all this, is that it's a lot more to do with your own attitude and behaviors. Like your attitude and, and it's so, I mean, having that unstoppable attitude, when you are unstoppable and you believe that you're unstoppable, what's going to get in your way? <laughs> so when you walk around all day thinking, I'm Scott, the unstoppable person, that, that I'm going to achieve my goals no matter what. I mean, when, you, when you're walking around with that kind of attitude that nothing's going to get in your way and there's no doubt that uh, in your mind that you'll achieve your goals, I mean, that, seriously, nothing nothing's going to get in your way. So I... I mean, attitude, behaviors, beliefs, uh, all those things combined with positive thinking, visualization, goal setting. Um, it's just, it's so much more. And I think that's that's what blew me away the most out of doing all these interviews, is that it is so much more. Like, I interviewed 21 people, and they all gave me some similar answers, but all of them gave me unique concepts and and uh, strategies to to achieve unstoppable fat loss and their dream bodies and become successful so that's really cool because people can they may listen to one audio and one thing one strategy may really resonate with them and they can apply that strategy and it's going to work really well or that strategy it may seem like a little bit too much work for them uh, and they'll hear another audio and go now that's exactly i love that strategy i can dig it and there's there's so many different options there and and uh, even shane when i i interviewed shane as part of this product and you gave a series of questions that you should be asking yourself um, when you're setting these goals. And, I mean, I, there was, I think, nine questions that you asked, and each one, they were, so, they were empowering questions that, that just guide you towards uh, achieving success. And, and I love the one thing that you said, creating your own mission statement. So, I mean, there's so many different strategies. I couldn't say one thing is making all these people successful. It's uh, They're just taking some of these mindset techniques and uh, as long as you apply something with the mind and, and create empowering beliefs and empowering attitude and start acting out those behaviors you're you're totally going to become unstoppable um, key things that i learned from all this what's what's separating the successful people from the unsuccessful people um, passion is a huge one i find most people are walking around their they're attempting to lose weight. They, they're associating pain and difficulty with going through this dreaded process of, of dropping pounds and, and trying to do it too quickly. Whereas the successful people, they're, they're not afraid to set big, huge, ambitious, ridiculous goals um, because their heart's in it. It's something that they're super passionate about. They, they see the big thing. They don't care what other people say. They don't care that 95% of the people have failed before. They don't care that they personally have failed on diets before. Like they, They've decided that, heck, this is the time. I'm, I, I've got a goal that I want to look, maybe not like a cover model, but they want to look freaking awesome and hot in a bathing suit next summer. Whatever it is, they set this goal where they're like, you know, I, I don't care what else has happened in the past. I'm going to stick with my heart. Instead of listening to my brain that's been telling me lately that I'm not going to be able to achieve it or listen to other people that tell me I'm not going to be able to achieve it or whatever stats say out there 
I'm going to stick with my heart and, and, and set a goal based on my, my heart and what excites me rather than uh, a goal that someone might say is term as realistic. <laughs> so yeah. it's a very, very big lesson there with uh, having fun and being passionate about this and just not dreading the whole process. Cool, cool. You know what I always say, Scott? I always say that, you know, we haven't failed. It's the strategies that other people have provided us that fail us. We're provided with the wrong strategies. Right. Right. That's a, definitely a very good very good point. I like that. I like that. It's a, we yeah, we just we never fail and strategy do, does a strategy really fail if you learn from it, I guess? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I have a hard time with the word failure as well right now. I have a hard ter- I have a hard time with words like failure, reality, <laughs> all these different things that seem to be holding people back. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, just totally don't be afraid to dream and believe in yourself. Yeah. And be grateful for those failures. If you're going to use the word failure, that's another big thing that I learned is just being happy, being grateful for the person that you are right now, being grateful for the strategy that just failed you because you're taking something from that. You learn that, hey, that strategy did not work for me. Like you said, so in terms of how you said that, the strategy failed. Yeah, it, it, it worked. It didn't work for you. But, yeah, you did not fail yourself because – you're going to keep moving, move on to a different strategy that, that could possibly work for you. But be happy for that experience. Be happy for any setback that occurs because now now you can push ahead stronger. Now you, you've learned from that, that setback. You've taken that step to to uh, move on and realize that, hey, that's this isn't going to be something that's going to hold me back. It's yeah, Scott, you remind me, of course, you know, with a lot of your – athletic background and sports and everything else, I was just thinking, you know, there's no professional sports team in history that ever went however many games they played and zero, right? Right. I mean, you know, they've all, every team that has ever existed has lost a game sometime, right? Right. So right. I think, like, if you look at the baseball, you know, I mean, they play hundreds of games a year, right? And, you know, so what happens when they lose a game? Well, you know, they failed to win that game, yes, so that is a failure. But the good teams come back stronger the next game. Right. Right. And I think that's just a, a great analogy to what you've been saying is, you know, yep. okay, we tried this, uh, fell off the wagon, you know, didn't lose the weight, or we lost it, came back. Okay, well, that's not a failure. That's, uh, you know, the first inning, right? Right. <laughs> we got to come back in the second inning or the first game of the series, and we got to come back next time stronger. And take what we learned from that experience, right? Yeah. Right. You've really got to look at the big picture. And people could obsess over that immediate failure, that immediate loss. Like, we lost the game. Are you a failure? No, not if you're looking at a team where that's one loss. Maybe they lost 10 games all year. That I mean, they're not failures if they've won 100 and lost 1 or 10 or whatever it is. I mean, That's right. But if you obsess over that one little minor failure, you're like, well, we're failures, but if you're looking at the big picture and you're always trying to improve yourself and get better each day, uh, I mean that's it's all it, it, that's where the success lies is, is when you're when you're aiming for the big things and, and you're looking at the big picture and you're taking small steps towards it and uh, just constant improvement, constant growth. Well, one of the NLP presuppositions we live by is there's no failure, there's only feedback. 
So that means that I can't fail anything I do in life if I live by that presupposition. So if I take it as feedback, I just got to find a new strategy, and when I find a new strategy, I can succeed at anything I set my mind to. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. I've had lots of feedback <laughs> throughout my life, many, many so-called failures, and I can honestly tell you without a doubt, all of my hugest successes in all areas of my life have occurred almost immediately after my biggest failures. So I do not frown upon failures because I look at them as it's, there's always been something amazing and wonderful that has happened afterwards, and I've learned from it. And what I see you doing is you're becoming aware of that and, and, and recognizing and taking the feedback from it. And what I see many people don't doing is that there's a failure and they don't look at the feedback and they don't take the feedback, so they move on to the next thing and they don't succeed at it because they haven't learned from the past yet. Right. Yeah. Failures are all – as much as I don't like to use the word, it's a part of the process. We all do it. I mean, I've had my failures in my fat loss journeys or muscle building journeys. Whatever it is, I've had my failures. But it doesn't mean I'm off track or I've fallen off the wagon because I'm still on my journey. I'm still improving all the time. And I just got to look, take a, that setback, that so-called failure, is it's going to happen. And it's all part of the journey, and there's nothing wrong with it at all. So don't worry about failures and setbacks there. They're wonderful. I think I've written an article. I know I've written an article about it somewhere somewhere on one of my blogs. Um, that, that fail, I, mean, I had a setback back on our Canadian Victoria weekend. Uh, well, I wouldn't even call it a setback. I, I, think, I think my title of it was, Have You Fallen Off the Wagon? Because I have. I fell off the wagon that week, but I intentionally did it, and I didn't feel guilty about it because I was so focused on the big picture and realizing that that one week – is nothing compared to everything else that I've done and everything else that I'm going to do. And realizing that I'm going to have more weeks like that, and it's okay to take breaks. And you get, and that's why I'm grateful for all of that. And because I realize it's all, it's all a part of the, all a part of um, the journey. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if I would have looked at a failure, me and Scott just went. What was it? A week and a half ago, Scott, we went to the exhibition, the P&E here. That's right. And uh, there was a you know a bunch of us, five of us went together. And did I eat good, Scott? Oh, you ate really good, Shane. I, I ate really good, but not really healthy. No, no, <laughs> no I had corn dog. I had Ukrainian food. I had, you know, what else did I eat? Oh, Chinese kind of, food. Yeah, Chinese food. I mean, I, I just ate and ate and ate. We uh, ate, you know, and and I could look at that and go, oh my God, what happened? I, you know, made the wrong choices. But no, I consciously made those choices that day because. I was going to go out, and that was the day was going to be my cheat day. Yep, and I went out, fun. and we had a lot of fun, and we joked about it, and Scott followed me and ate bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in, buddy. You guys better just give up right now. Like that's How can you continue? I know. Every year, we're going to go to the Peony one evening and just like make fools of ourselves. We were standing up there going, I'm a fat pig! Constantly. <laughs> And That's nobody hilarious. noticed. <laughs> and no, yeah, nobody noticed. <laughs> that was the worst part about it. See, this, this is the, this is the problem that I see with with the diet and fat loss industry is that it seems to be so black and white that you, you've got to stick to this diet. And if you and and most of the diets just seem so uh, unrealistic. So you, you can pretty much they set you up for 
for failure, and and I just don't think it it should be that way, and it does well, take the fun out of it. We agree with you, Scott. We talk about that a lot in terms of you know how you know if the diet companies succeed, they're out of business. So, right. You know, <laughs> it, it's so true. It's so true, and and I I just spent this entire summer. I did not follow any kind of nutrition program. I was very, very lenient with my eating. I, I still ate very well. I actually ate probably better than ever because I wasn't so focused on, on following a certain diet. I didn't feel restricted. I just ate, I mean, lots of fresh fruits and vegetables because it was so, it's readily available around here from the, the farmer's markets and stuff. I didn't follow a strict workout program. Actually, all summer long, I went to the gym eight times total. But I am in better shape right now than I was at the beginning of the summer, all because I was doing fun activities, things that I enjoyed, riding my bike, hiking, climbing mountains, playing with my kids, kicking the ball around, um, just very having a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that's what I think is really lacking out there is, is, is the fun, the fun of being fitness. Like losing – I mean, when, since when did fitness, being active – get associated with weight loss. I, I really don't... We should be being fit. I mean, fitness is just to be active, to be healthy for so many other different reasons, and weight loss, it's just a product. I mean, it happens because you're active, but it shouldn't be the focus. So, because I see people, or people see me, even the same thing with nutrition. If I'm in a restaurant and I order a great big chicken salad that I love, and someone looks at me and said, you must be on a diet, <laughs> No, I'm not. I really enjoy these foods. It, it, when does eating healthy foods mean you're on a diet? I, I just eating healthy and exercise should not be totally linked to weight loss. It, it should be something we should be doing the things that we. Well, love. and I think I think I agree a lot with what you're saying there, Scott. Because what I hear you saying is is that we should be focusing on having a healthy lifestyle and healthy body, and. Unfortunately, because our society is so obese, we talk about losing weight all the time as opposed, which really, when you think about it, lose weight. Have a fun, exciting lifestyle. Go play with the kids and run around the mountains and swim in the lake. You know, I mean, there's, one is really sort of boring and depressing and the other one is really exciting, right? Right, right. You know? So I, I agree, like, we, we should be orienting ourselves to, you know, what do you do to have a healthy lifestyle? And I'm the same way. Like, I live by a, a really nice, they call it a river, I call it a creek, you know, it's about 20 feet across, and I run up and down it, and I bike up and down it, and I walk up and down it, like, every day. And, yeah, I'm in way better shape right now than I was, uh, you know, at the end of the winter, right? Right. And I wasn't thinking about, I've got to go and do this because then I'm going to lose weight. I was thinking, I really like walking and biking and running by the river. Right. right. Yeah. Well, you were even walking yesterday. We went for a walk yesterday. Yeah. Scott was in his jeans, and I was in my gym clothes. We went around once, and I said, you really want to go again? And he goes, yeah, all right, let's go again. We get to the start again. I go, let's go again. He goes, okay, yeah. let's go again. He was walking in his jeans, right? Yeah, it was a beautiful day. and you know, Beautiful the day, right? But and we're great conversation, and yeah. And we burnt, we burnt calories like crazy doing that. Yeah. And it went fast. Did we really? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> you probably got lost in the experience because you were right. enjoying it so much. Well, it wasn't a chore, and it wasn't work, and it wasn't a drudgery, and it wasn't right. you know all those things that you associate with the negative part of you know losing weight. Right, right. right. And, 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 and you know, I, well, we 
we made it fun, and it reminds me of an example. One of my friends is a teacher at an elementary school, and, and uh, she's a fitness competitor. And every morning she has her kids stand up, and they do these exercises, but she puts on hip-hop music. And they all are dancing and moving, and they're enjoying it, and they're having fun. And they do it every morning for 15 minutes, and they move, and the kids love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, it's fantastic. And like I'm very open-minded when it comes to nutrition and, and uh, fitness because, again, there's going to be some things. I don't want to prescribe something that someone's going to totally hate. Uh, I'm not big on cleansing, and I got an email from a lady yesterday who knows I'm not a big fan of cleansing, and but she told me how great she feels and how she feels unstoppable now because of the experience that she went through and, and how it's now given her this, uh, she now craves the raw natural foods and vegetables and and it just, you can totally, because this was a person who emailed me before and had questions and very negative and everything. And a few months later now, she is a totally different person. How can I say that is bad? <laughs> it, just because of some of my beliefs or research that I've seen, when someone is really experiencing great results with something and they're enjoying it, there's nothing wrong with it at all. And work, I mean, I'm a big fan of workouts. I, I do love going to the gym just because this summer I haven't been there doesn't mean that I don't enjoy it. And I just think you've got to find the workout programs that work for for you. And some people love Pilates, some people love yoga, all those different things. Again, finding the programs. If you're going to follow a program, follow a program that you enjoy and change it up and try different things. And like we're saying, have fun and, and just do things that come natural to you. If you get that inspired thought that, heck, I want to hop on the bike and ride along a path, then go do it. Go have fun with it. How important do you think a role model is, Scott? Oh, man. I, I think that is, ah, do I rate it right up there as, as number one? Cause it's, I really, I, and again, it's something that we've probably all heard about role models. Role models have influenced my life in all areas of my life in just tremendous ways, right from teachers early on in grade school and high school. Um, but when it comes towards fitness, and uh, personally I believe all the people that I interviewed in Unstoppable Fat Loss are incredible role models, uh, all in their own way. And and that's those two people that I mentioned, John Riccio, who was born with cerebral palsy, and Nino Savona, who was born with some... some uh, uh, disabilities himself, when I look at those two people, how can I ever say that something is holding me back from achieving my dream body? Oh, I've got a bad thyroid problem. I got my, I got an underactive thyroid. There's no way I can ever achieve my, my dream body. Or, or I've got a bad knee. There's, and you and I talked about the whole bad knee thing. You told me your story, which is awesome. I love that story. Um, how can you let a, a bad shoulder, bad knee, bad back, underactive thyroid, whatever it is, how can you let, let limit yourself when here's a person who has undergone 49 surgeries, has died on the operating table, every time he, he gets in fantastic shape, in better shape than 99% of the people around the world, and, and has to experience another surgery where he's set right back to even worse than we are right now, and has to build himself back up 49, 50 times. How can I let something get in my way? Uh, and it makes everything that I've ever allowed to hold me back from something seem so minor 
and minuscule and compared to what they've gone through. But then, and then seeing other people, one of the people I interviewed, like that's the great thing about role models. I want people to look at me as a role model in a way for, for how I've gotten to the body that I'm in or, or whatever I've learned. But I can't be a role model to someone who's, say, 500 pounds. So I interviewed someone who's been 500 pounds and has lost 300 pounds. Um, because they're just in, it's just incredible and inspirational and he's this guy's an incredible role model for for many people out there I, I mean I just I'm a big fan of role models because here's the thing so many people are focused on the 95% of the people who have failed <laughs> before you hear those statistics you see, every day you see people I want to lose weight want to lose weight can't lose weight I can't I've tried this diet it fails why are you trying to lose weight you know you're going to fail anyways 95% of the people fail why not focus on the 5% why not follow their blueprints why not do what they've done I mean in most cases all my role models it's simple <laughs> what they're doing is simple and they're laying out a perfect blueprint for me and, and I see them and I hear them and I I, I can feel their their passion, I see their attitude. Um, I just mock their behaviors, and, and I and I adopt their beliefs, their unstoppable beliefs, and it's nothing's going to get in their way. So I, I focus on. I, I just forget about the ninety five percent. I don't forget about them because I want to help them. But uh, when I'm focused on achieving my goals, I'm going to look at people who have achieved it before and right. do what they've done. It makes it so much easier. It really cuts back your your time. It takes out all the guesswork. Um, and it'll reduce your the time that you go from where you're at right now to living in your dream body or, or any goal that you have in life. Well, Scott, we've come to about the end of our time, and I really would like you to take a couple minutes and tell all of our listeners how they can find out more about you and what you're posting and where your blog is, and if they want to know more about unstoppable fat loss, what they can do, and uh, you know, because we really want to share this information. We you know, you're a very good friend of Shane and mine, and uh, we 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 really want to you know get your work out there to all of our audience because uh, we really just think what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal and very impactful and very powerful. So, uh, if someone's interested in knowing about more about Unstoppable Fat Loss, what should they do? And uh, first, I have to say I, I listen to a lot of the interviews on Unstoppable Fat Loss, and I mean, there's some amazing work on there. There really is. It's just phenomenal phenomenal information from so many different people and different gurus and people that have lost weight and gained it i mean you know obstacles and overcome i mean it's just it's phenomenal stuff so i really enjoyed that enjoyed it scott so thanks i, I appreciate that guys it, it, it means a lot to me because it it's changed my life my, it cha- it's changed my life and the emails i get every day from people it, it's really why i set out to do this i really want to i really want to make an impact in this world and, and change people's lives and and so far it's it's really happening and it it's exciting to see and, and like you guys i really love what you've been doing i mean i've been following you it's been over a year that you guys have been podcasting on a regular basis and you're so giving of your information and, and knowledge and i i like to be the same way so um unstoppablefatloss.com is is where the the sales page is i guess for the for the product if you want to learn more about the product itself unstoppablefatloss.com but if you just want more information I'm big into giving as well actually every month I give away all of my products in a contest and right now it's fascinating because we, we asked you guys asked me what 
what are successful people doing um, that others aren't doing. And I asked, I posed the question for my September contest to to my listeners and subscribers. I said, well, what do you think it takes to achieve your dream body? And I just asked that question last night, and I've gotten almost 50 responses already today, and everyone is saying it's a mindset component. So that's really exciting to see. Um, but so my blog's unstoppable dash fatloss.com is is one of the blogs where I love to give away lots of information and, and just really let people into my life. Um, fitchickfatloss.com is for women where it's mostly geared about fitness and nutrition and askthefitbastard.com is geared towards men where we talk about fat loss and some muscle building information in there as well with the nutrition and, and workout components to it. Scott, could you spell the URL for the Fit Chick one? Because I know it's yeah. not spelled quite the way people listening might think it's spelled. Right. There's no K in there. So F-I-T-C-H-I-C, um, fitchickfatloss.com. F-A-T-L-O-S-S. Yeah, I know when I got your your email, I thought it was a spelling mistake. And then, of course, when I spelled it the way I thought it should be spelled, I realized it, it wasn't. And so I thought we'd better just let everybody know. Yeah, yeah. So those three blogs, it's great because I really love interacting with, with my listeners and subscribers. And it's a great way where I get to learn about people because I learn just as much from from people going through the process, from my readers, as they learn from me, uh, which is really fantastic. I, uh, we've got so much to learn from from each other, and, and a lot of them, a lot of the listeners and subscribers, when I tell them, wow, I just learned so much from just one little comment that you made uh, that will help me help others, which is, I, I love that. I love that, and that's I mean, just like what you guys are doing. We're all We're all here to to help each other. We're not here to tell people this is what you got to do. It's it's we're just there to help any way that we we can. Fantastic. I appreciate you guys having me on. This has been wonderful. Great. Well, well we'll have to make sure you we get you back on here again real soon. I would love that. I would love that. All right. Well, you've right. been listening. What's that? Go ahead. We're done. All right. <laughs> As you can see, we've got this very well coordinated. Yeah, hey, that's that's the best way to be. <laughs> you, right, you've been right. listening to Weight Loss in the Mind, www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. And uh, everybody, we look forward to talking with you next time. Shane, you've got the last four words. Thanks, fit, be fit. Goodbye, everybody. Mm-hmm.